Welcome to the Illinois Soy Podcast. Enjoy. Today I'm speaking with Kelly Robertson, who is currently serving as the Illinois Soybean Association Double Crop Specialist. And today we are going to focus on double cropping wheat and soybean acres. Kelly, first off, let's just focus on this year's double crop conditions. What are we looking at in in terms of how the crop looked in this year? Well, in 2015, uh, again, we had the quality issues in the wheat because of the wet weather, uh, excessive rainfall as we went into harvest, and then uh, double crop acres were actually down because a lot of guys, by the time they did get their wheat harvested and, and were able to get in the field to plant, we were past the um, the planting date on crop insurance, so there was a lot of prevented eight planted acres on double crop soybeans. The guys that uh, that did get in and get their beans planted uh, early had some really, really good double crop bean yields. A lot of reports of 40, 40 plus bushel double crop beans in 2015. 2016, uh, wheat acres are substantially down, specifically in Southern Illinois, mainly because of the, the quality conditions that farmers have had uh, with their wheat um, due to uh, vomitoxin and test weight. So, so guys backed off of wheat this year. So we're looking at less less acres. That being said, the wheat that is out there looks phenomenal this year. It's probably the best looking wheat we've had for this time of year in a long, long time. So uh, the, the overall trend is constant on wheat acres. I mean, most, most guys will plant their, their usual um, rotation, except for when corn prices get higher than they tend to back off wheat. But, but for the most part, it fluctuates from year to year, and this is one of those years where wheat acres has fluctuated down. Have you heard positive feedback on farmers who have been able to keep a crop on their fields for practically all year round on to how that helps? Yeah, I mean, from the conservation and environmental standpoint, the lack of erosion, lack of soil movement, uh, nutrient management from that standpoint, very, very beneficial. The fact that on some of this ground, some of these soils, you know, where, where if you just had a soybean crop, so you plant a soybean crop and harvest it, you, you have no residue or very little residue left there in that field. And so you've got basically exposed soil for five five or six months out of the year where, where erosion and, and nutrient loss can take place. So it's, again, the, the, the farmers who, who understand uh, the environmental impact on these highly rotable acres understand the benefit that, um, that wheat and double crop beans bring to their to their operation. And now what are some drawbacks that farmers could face when considering a, a double cropping system? I'm sure that the timing of the crop might certainly be one of them, but what do you think mainly holds farmers back from trying it out? Well, first of all, you know, again, it's timing. Uh, if, you're, if you're a large acreage farmer, um, that means stopping in the middle of harvest in the fall to stop and plant wheat. Then there's, again, in the springtime, so starting here probably into February 1st of March, we'll start when a lot of guys would be like to be out putting down maybe their first burn down application for, for, um, for their corn and soybean crop. Now you're out there making a, a nitrogen application to soy or to the wheat crop. So there's a, there's a management issue if you're farming large acres and, and dedicating the time and the, and the management to it uh, from that standpoint for the wheat crop. You know, and then the second consideration is again in a in a 
late year, like we've had the last two years, is stopping uh, stopping planting or or you know in, as planting is winding up, you're you're also winding up and starting uh, weed harvest. It is a management choice. It's a it's a it's a management system, uh, and you have to be dedicated to do it. And those guys who are dedicated to doing it. Uh, tend to have uh, very, very good wheat yields and, and, again, have very, very good double crop beet yields, and it's very profitable or has been a very profitable rotation for them. Now, farmers may hear all of this and say, boy, that sounds like a lot of work. Is it worth it? And in your opinion, do you think that this can very much so be worth it in the long run? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, the first thing, the, the first the first point that a lot of wheat farmers will tell you is that the you know wheat wheat harvest comes in that end of June first of July time frame. So there's a so there's a cash flow influx of cash flow or influx of cash into the operation at that point when that wheat is harvested and sold. So from a from strictly a cash flow standpoint, wheat makes uh, a lot of sense. And then I think the other side of that is again going back to the commitment part of it you know you've got you've got to be committed to that you've got to understand that it is a system and when that system is is um, managed properly in in certain parts of southern illinois on certain soils on certain farms that wheat double crop bean rotation will be more profitable in an average year than than corn crop alone so it all goes back to the money i mean that's you know we farm for we farm to make a living, and, and wheat, wheat double crop beans that can contribute greatly to that living um, if managed properly. All right, very good. You can't argue with if it's doing better than a corn crop. <laughs> and That's looking right. looking forward to the next year, do you have any advice for farmers as we move forward from this year, where conditions might not have been as ideal as people would have liked? The idea is you get a plan and you work the plan, and I mean the plan is going to change. Uh, I mean, we, you, you can have the best plan and the, and the best idea of what you want to do. I mean we do it with corn and soybeans all the time. Uh, you know we, we have this this idea that we're going to go to the field the first week of April and we're going to plant corn for for two weeks and then we're going to stop and we're going to spray and then we're going to you know start planting beans and and uh, you know the, the world is really great and the truth and reality is that. Sometime in April, we finally go to the field. If it, if it quits raining early, we go earlier in April. If it doesn't quit raining, we go later in April, 1st of May. We adjust what fields we're going to plant based on moisture conditions. We, you know, we, we, have, we do this in corn and soybeans. It's not a big deal. But for some reason with wheat, you know, we can't come up with a, you know, we can't come up with a plan and work the plan. I mean, the plan is we're going to plant wheat in October after the fly free day well we, we we get we get hung up on the fact that well you know it's the first week of october and i'm not going to cut beans for two weeks so I, i'm not going to plant wheat well i mean you know you still got two weeks to figure this out and decide and and uh, i mean there are the considerations that goes into that like getting seed purchased and whatnot ahead of time but but i mean we work a plan for corn and soybeans we've got to learn to work the plan for wheat double crop beans and just adjust as we go on and again I, i've said it many times that the guys who figured the management out, you know, who've got a plan and worked the plan and figured the management out, wheat is is uh, is for more or less way to say the money maker for it. So have a plan, but be prepared to be flexible within that plan. That's right. All right, Kelly. Well, for anyone who is interested in getting more information on double cropping practices, where would you recommend that they go? 
Well, I think the Illinois Soybean Association is doing a great job in the last couple of years on getting the word out on double crops, and and uh, they're going to have the double crop summit in February down here at Mount Vernon. That would be a great place to come and and uh, sit in on the sessions and visit with other double crop producers at the soybean summit uh, held um, here later in January. Be another another great opportunity for for producers to come and just pick the brain. You know, start with your local agronomist. Start with farmers who, uh, you know, successful farmers with, with wheat double crop soybeans in your area. And again, if you don't have anybody, you know, if you're not doing it in your area yet or whatever, maybe, maybe you know, starting to, to, to give somebody else a call and outside the area and just try to figure out how to make it work. I'm, I guess I'm always surprised at the meetings I go to how far north uh, wheat double crop beans is being, uh, is being um, experimented with and how successful you know, guys in Kankakee County and further north have have, uh, have been with wheat double crop beans once they've learned uh, the management for their area. So so there's plenty of resources out there, but I'd start with the Illinois Soybean Association and, and, uh, and, and the resources they have available. Very good. And what was the date for that meeting again, if farmers are interested in attending the meeting in Mount Vernon? The meeting is February the 10th. All right. Thank you very much. Again, that was Kelly Robertson, who is currently serving as the Illinois Soybean Association Double Crop Specialist. If you're interested in learning more about double cropping or the Illinois Soybean Association, you can visit ilsoy.org. This podcast was brought to you by the Illinois Soybean Checkoff. For more useful information about growing soybeans, visit ilsoyadvisor.com. That's ilsoyadvisor.com.